I wanted to feel like my work mattered, so I did something about it. I created a program that empowers dietitians and nutritionists to create their own private practice from scratch following my proprietary system. Before I did this, I had a private practice of my own while working a full-time job, and I learned a lot about building relationships, marketing, and sales, and I'm so excited to be able to share my proprietary framework with you. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited today to be here with Leonilla Campos. She is a registered dietitian with over seven years experience as a dietitian. She's a vegan dietitian with a passion for helping vegan moms learn to make healthy, delicious, nutritious meals in 10 minutes or less. She's also a mom of two boys and her therapy is weightlifting five to six times a week. Leonilla is a Dietitian Boss alumni, which I'm really excited about. And her website is fueledbyleo.org. Her Instagram handle is vegan.motherhood. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much, Libby, for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, Thank you. I'm thrilled to have you. So where do we start? Let's see. Can you share a little bit about, is there anything that I missed when describing the bio about uh, you or what you do that you'd like to share with the audience? No, no, I think you captured that quite well. Yep. Uh, There's a lot of fun facts about you in addition to you loving to lift weights five to six times a week, which you which you do share on your Instagram. I know you have sisters, right? And they're also in are they in health as well? Yes. So I have two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. I am the oldest. Uh my middle sister, Maria, she is a certified personal trainer. She used to be an elite runner. We actually went to Boston for her to run the Boston Marathon Fine. when the bullying happened. Oh my goodness. Uh, so that, yeah, that was, that was so scary. And my younger sister, she graduated with a psychology major. Uh, and so she's also into health and wellness. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I, I know that because you do a great job of telling stories on your social media account, which everybody should follow. So you posted a picture of you and your sisters looking strong and powerful and confident. And I love that because I love that you're showing your face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> talking, show your face. <laughs> yeah. And talking about what's important to you, family, your sisters. And uh, I know you also speak Spanish. So do you do a lot of help with helping um, Spanish speaking communities? Is that a part of your line of work as a dietitian? Yes. So I do, I have some work that I've done in the community, which I love when I do presentations and cooking demos for the low income community mostly, and it's paid. So (laughs) you dietitians out there, you don't have to do it for free. And I love it because a lot of our community wants to learn how to cook properly without losing their heritage, right? So learning to cook like our Mexican meals in a healthier way. Amazing. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for representing that in our field and being able to help with your Spanish speaking abilities. I I don't I know that there's a need for more Spanish speaking dietitians and dietitians who have cultural sensitivity. So you're doing great work by helping and uh, being able to be bilingual, right? And use that skill in dietetics. So that's awesome. And represent veganism, right? Which is really cool. Yes. Thank you. So can you talk a little bit about how did you come to owning that niche? Like what helped you decide you want to specialize first in veganism? And then secondly, as your bio indicates, helping vegan moms. Can you talk a little bit about that journey and some of the roadblocks? You know that that's a popular topic among dietitians, especially those that follow uh, our my company, Dietitian Boss. Right. So I am a vegan. And so I've been I've been vegan for over 20 years. I started when I was 14, 14, 15. And yeah. 
And so just that alone in Mexico was a huge change. And for my mom was like, this is crazy. You know, you are going to be malnourished. You're going to get sick. But, you know, she supported me. And until this day, she makes vegan meals for me that are so amazing. And so why I decided to niche down into helping vegan moms is because I'm also a mom. And so learning to cook meals that don't take so long, right? Who has an hour time after picking up kids and it's dinner time and you you don't want to spend hours, right? Trying to make a balanced, healthy meal. And so I found that that there was a need or there is a need there in making vegan meals that are more balanced, but don't take so much time. So I'm trying to, to advertise that more, to market that more. But yeah, some of the roadblocks actually before I took your, your course was actually getting the handle right like choosing my name and so I work with, with with the team and like figuring out what is going to resonate better and what is going to help me and so we came up with like vegan that motherhood which is essentially what you know what I am uh, and, and I love that and so the other thing is really really resonating with with your niche right with moms and like what do they need what are they looking for and so as I did my research you know my marketing marketing research which you help as well is like listening right listening not not necessarily listening but like looking at like what are moms looking for what are moms searching in terms of like meals and and meal planning and so that's that was one of the main ones like easy quick meals that are that are healthy and that sounds really thank you for sharing that and I love your handle I think it's really clear and I do think it's focused in the realm of veganism, helping mothers. So how did you, what you just mentioned is is higher level marketing, right? Really listening to what they want, providing content for what vegan moms are looking for. Talk about, were there any roadblocks in you coming to that mindset or what helped you shift to really think about their needs? That tends to be a struggle for dietitians to put themselves in the shoes of the person purchasing and not in the shoes of what we think they want, right? That's a big, big thing. It's huge because as professionals and because we know so much, we kind of forget what the the basic needs are, right? Like, oh, they should know what a carb is or they should know what a protein is or how to make meals, but not necessarily. So one of my main shifts was to not talk about about meat only, right? About or like more of scientific information because that can go that is just so much for busy people and like for moms that are like scrolling really fast on social media. They want something that they can use right away. And so I think just shifting my mindset into okay, as a mom, right, what do I want to see? Like what what are my needs that go, that are it's going to help me? And so that was one of the main roadblocks. Thank you for sharing that. Was there a specific exercise or activity or situation that helped you do that, that helped you make that shift and really think about what they want to look for? Tracker, your marketing tracker. (laughs) Uh, It looks overwhelming, right? Because, but it's so helpful because it really helps you to understand your, your marketing and what, what you want to. um... I can say that that is all dietitians least favorite tool that I have. (laughs) So the market research tracker, and, and if you're listening, you can create your own version of this on Excel. Of course, my, mine has some, some extra details, but it really helps you put out on paper when you talk to people and narrow down their wants and needs and and really use some analytical skills, which we have as dietitians, such as what are the themes we're seeing? What are the common words people are saying? And the data on our tracker or our Excel sheet is only as good as our ability to first think about what that group, that target market has in common. And so you already had that. 
right? You were saying, okay, veganism, that's pretty clear. And then moms. So from there, it's more about what are the moms who are vegan or aspiring to, to be vegan? What do they want or need? What are they searching for? What solutions in the realm of nutrition can you provide them for? And that are digestible for somebody who's busy, right? So I, I feel like it was, it might you might've had one step ahead in filling out the tracker because dietitians who don't even know what their target market is, they need to go back to writing a rough draft of who it is that they want to serve. Even if it's not as specific as pregnancy or IBS, it could just be somebody who uh, has you know, some nutritional you know, concern, but you want to find something that is not going to be so general. And so you've done a great job at that. If it wasn't for your work, the market research tracker would have been um, a little more challenging. It would have been the second step, right? You would have had to do more work with documenting the adult client first. Right. Absolutely. So I'm glad to hear that. And was there, were you, when you shifted your mindset and you started analyzing some of what you saw, did you see any differences in your marketing or any differences in your ability to connect with people? Like how did that, did that change anything or was it just, yeah, talk a little bit about how that supported any of your, your marketing processes or even your communication processes with clients or aspiring future potential clients. Right. So I did see more in like statistics, right? In like my social media and Instagram, like there were more views, there were more likes. And just comparing to, you know, what was I, what I was doing previously, there was a growth and then I got more followers. So essentially that's all we want, right? And then people saving the, the post or sharing it. And so that, that, that really helped. And obviously, you know, it motivates us and encourages us to continue to do that work. And so, yeah, that just shifting that mindset really helped to create more content that is shareable, right? And that can be applicable right away. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that. And I think that that's a nice reminder for the listeners to hear in terms of what works and how can you make your content creation and your marketing work more? And the answer would be to think about the person you're marketing to and what they want and need. And putting that pen to paper is a great way to get started. And I just want to remind the listeners that it's okay if you don't have every detail figured out. This isn't a process that, that can become more clear with time. And so actually, any tips that you have for, for the listeners, for dietitians about that? Because you probably know that that is a very huge accomplishment that you're able to progress in that area of your marketing. And that's something a lot of dietitians have a roadblock. in. do you have any tips for the listeners if they're feeling stuck in that area? Yes. So sometimes, so we are type A, right? We want everything to be perfect. And like, we have to finish everything before we can, you know, post anything and just, you know, showing your face can be so overwhelming. And I think just, you know, just doing it. I know I talked to Heather, Right. And she said, you know, just just do it. Right. You're not going to lose anything if you just go ahead and and, and let go, essentially. And so I think that's a huge it's a huge step for dietitians because we get so afraid of doing things that maybe we're at, they're out of our comfort zone. And so I think it's important to, you know, if you're thinking about something, just go for it. Right. And, and then you, you'll be OK. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You can always change it and you can always modify it if you need to. But yeah, the main the main tip would be just just do it. Just go for it. You'll be okay. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. It means so much coming from you and having the listeners hear about your story, your background, hopefully follow and connect with you and get inspired by the work you're doing. So really appreciate you taking the time to give some tips to the community. I believe that when more dietitians are visibly 
growing online and growing their businesses and, and doing work like you, which we'll get to in a minute, it shares, it opens the door for other dietitians who had no idea it was possible because we have stats that show 68% of dietitians own a business, but that doesn't mean they own a remote business. That doesn't indicate the stats of those who are using online marketing compared to traditional tactics, which there's nothing wrong with traditional tactics per se, but I, I believe in order to scale and then grow your business with a larger magnitude using other modalities such as the internet are going to help you increase your reach. So it's really, you know, the more you can share those stories, the more dietitians are like, oh, great, you know, <laughs> there's room for me too. Because you are right, we are type A and things feel can feel really uncomfortable if you're the one pioneering the space the way that you have. Running a private practice requires technology. If you want to scale and deliver a standardized experience, you will need to start using software with your private practice. And I want you to have more time to focus on the parts of your practice that fuel you, like helping more people and spending less time on administration work. And that's why I recommend practice better to my clients inside of our academy membership and coaching programs. Practice Better is a complete practice management software for nutrition professionals like you who want to start and scale their private practice without the burnout. Practice Better helps automate your bookings, charting, and invoicing, but it's way more than that. Creating protocols and treatment plans and tracking your client's progress is easier than ever, so your clients can be engaged in every step of their plan and you can provide a high level of care without burning out. Practice Better also integrates with your favorite software so that your client data and recommendations sync securely and seamlessly. You can import data and results easily from lab orders, fitness trackers, and even integrate Practice Better with your email marketing and your marketing funnels. And with their programs feature, which is my personal favorite, you have everything you need to build and run an automated group program or membership so that you can earn passive income. And it's pretty streamlined in one software. If you're a registered dietitian looking to manage your practice with ease, you can get started with any Practice Better plan for free for 14 days. As an exclusive offer for our listeners here at Dietitian Boss, you can get 20% off your first four months on any paid plan when you use the promo code DietitianBoss20 at the checkout. It's time to say goodbye to a patchwork of software and hello to an organized, efficient practice. So I have a couple questions I want to ask you about your revenue streams because you're an impressive mom and woman and dietitian. And I also want to ask you, I might want to ask you this one first. Can you share your story about showing your face and what made you more comfortable doing it? And do you still have kind of qualms with it? Yes, of practice, right? Just like with anything, even like when we tell our patients, right? You know, when you, the more you do it, the better it, it, the easier it becomes. Same thing with like showing your face, right? I remember the first time that I did it, I was mortified. And I think I videotaped it like a thousand times and I was like, mm, well, this one is okay. But yeah, the more I did it, the easier it, it got. And then I still get, you know, nervous and I still like check things and, and that's just our human, you know, nature and our, again, our type A, but, uh, I'm letting, letting it go and be like it's okay you know I'm not dying I'm not like nothing is happening to me it's just you know and I'm helping others absolutely is there a mantra or was there some some tactic like a some of our clients will practice breathing tactics is there anything like that that helped you get over the fear particularly or that you can remember 
Yes, I usually tell myself, like, everything is going to be okay. Take five deep breaths. And the interesting thing is that I tell that to my children, too. Like, if something is happening to them, and we do our deep breathing, and yes, that works wonders. And then uh, I get it done, and then I feel better. I love that. Thank you for sharing that you teach your children some breathing tactics, which is really powerful, and that you role model and practice that, too. That can go a long way. And that's practicing mindfulness, right? So my, my my answer is a bit more robotic. I make a task list in my project management system and I just do it. If it's in my task list, I just do it. Um, but yes, all of the other aspects of mindset and taking breaths and, you know, affirmations and journaling, those can all attribute as well uh, to your success. So thank you for sharing that kind of moment that are the moments that help you. All right. Next topic. Can you share what you do to make money? Yes. So I am a private practice dietitian. So pretty much all my stream comes from owning my own business. But again, because we have, (laughs) so in my case, you know, I am always thinking ahead, okay, what if this happens? I have to make sure that I have enough income coming in. So I also do some consulting work on the side. Um, I have a skilled nursing facility that I go to. I used to have two, but I in order for me to grow my business, I have to spend time in my business. And so I wanted to let go of the other one to be able to focus on my business uh, more. I do community events, so community talks, and I charge for that too. And my sister and I partnered with Fresno Unified School District last year for the for their summer camp. And so where we just spent, you know, three weeks during the summer teaching children about nutrition, about fitness. And so this year we were lucky or we were, we are thankful that we also will be doing that Uh, and it's paid for too. So we, so different, different revenue streams. I also have my online courses that, you know, I created with uh, the help of Dietitian Boss. And then I created a course, so a program and a course. I have those two that are are also giving me some, some revenue too. Awesome. That's fantastic. So with all of your, uh, very inspiring. Uh, and what one thing I want to mention from what you listed with your revenue streams is that what I heard is that you had to give up something to be able to dive into another thing. Can you shed a little bit of light or talk a little bit more about what exactly that means and how hard that was? Because we know that's hard to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I it's just, you know, at the beginning it was hard because of the fear of not having that income, right? Steady income. But I was, as I was looking at my hours and I only had so many hours to allocate to my business and to the other jobs, I had to make it, made it, make this decision of like, do I want to continue to just go with the flow without you know, spending time in like maybe doing more uh, marketing or more content creation, uh, speaking more to new followers. And so in order for me to be able to do that, to have those hours, I needed to let go of that, of that facility. And that was because I was taking away eight to 14 hours, you know, of my time, which is a lot, a lot of time when you're a business owner. And so in order for me to be able to grow my business, I needed to give that up. And it was um, scary, but, you know, now that I'm two, what is it, a month already uh, from doing that, I 
I can say that, yes, I'm definitely spending more time in uh, content creation and just building, building the business. That's a great achievement. So congratulations. Was there something that helped you make that decision? Because I know it's tough, even though logically we can say you need the eight to 14 hours to dedicate in the business. What helped you finally pull the trigger, so to speak, and really eliminate some of the other revenue streams? Talking to my husband and talking to you, because it was actually the week we had a call and my husband said, you know, you'll, it's going to be okay. You have a business, you just, you know, bring in that income and you'll be okay. And so I think just reassuring, right. Having that reassurance of, I guess things will be okay and you will be able to to make it happen. Is there, I'm so happy to hear about the support system. And are you really glad you made that decision? Yes, I am glad. So much, so much growth for you to find these opportunities and seize them, work with your family, and then have a supportive husband who is encouraging when you're kind of making things work and tweaking them along the way, because nothing perfectly lines up magically as a business owner, right? There's always going to be things that come up and you might need to let go of something and gain something new to make it all work. So I'm really glad to hear that you have that support system in place. Did you experience, just because I hear a lot of dietitians in, in business, feel that learning business is so foreign because we weren't taught anything like that in school. These feelings we're talking about and making these decisions, did you have any similar experiences of making those decisions in your schooling as a dietitian or in your dietetic internship, or do you feel like these are all new skills? So I have to tell you that, yes, everything is foreign. We don't learn business in in dietetics, at least not when I was going to school. So I went back to the school for my MBA because I wanted to learn about business, right? But even even then, right, there's no like life situations, that, you know, like when you have these business situations, this is what you do. It's just, you know, you just learn as you go. And so, yes, making financial decisions and essentially, you know, looking at your financials or looking at like your numbers, uh, projections and things like that, it can be very overwhelming, especially for us dietitians that have like no experience in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And that's, I'm sure that your MBA and all of your experience in education have helped. I can say that you have shown in this episode and just in talking to you so much growth with your ability to grow as a dietitian and make decisions that help you and your family and your brand grow. And I'm super excited to see you in the future and and where your brand will take you and all of the opportunities. So thank you for your contributions to dietetics. And it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with in today's episode as we wrap up? Yes, I actually have to, you know, give kudos to you and your team and Heather, because in the times when I was just like, like doubting myself, right? And not knowing like what to do, like what steps to take. Heather was always there to say, hey, how can I help you to break it down in a way that you will be able to achieve it, right? So I think having that support from other dietitians that are in the same field and, and having the team to help you do that, it's it's a huge, you know, it's a huge help. One, because when you're a business owner, essentially you're alone, right? So you're like making decisions all by yourself. But when you have a team or when you have, other uh, mentors or other people that are helping you and guiding you, that makes it easier in that sense. But it also gives you those tools that you need to be able to continue to grow and, and be successful. 
Really, really happy to hear that. I will tell Coach Heather you gave that feedback. That's so nice. And we will be continuing to root you on in years to come. So thanks again. If you just mentioned your social media handle so that the listeners can follow you and then we'll wrap up. Yes. Yeah, so my uh, I, my Instagram social or handle is vegan.motherhood. So you can follow me, ask me any questions. If you're a dietitian that is on the fence, I'm always willing to help my, my fellow dietitians and are these to be. So wonderful. If you're looking for support to start, grow, and scale your dietitian private practice, I want to invite you to work with me and my team. We have a few different options. Head over to dietitianboss.com and apply to have a conversation with somebody from our sales team to discuss your options for your budget and stage of business. Head over to dietitianboss.com and we look forward to connecting.